Welcome to Widow's Might Because Life Happens, podcast number 13. This is uh, an odd recording for me. Well, honestly, they've all been a little odd in some way, shape, or form, but this one here is uh, being created in the wee hours of the morning. It seems that I can't sleep properly anymore, and uh, I might as well do something while I'm awake. So here I am. I am... have discovered that there are things in life that have the same power as the loss of death, the same power to cause grief in a person's heart, in a person's mind. And perhaps I'm not just discovering this now for the first time. In fact, many, many years ago, I experienced an ultimate betrayal that had nothing to do with my husband, (laughs) oddly enough. Um, But it was uh, a great betrayal, one that took me a whole year to work myself out of, a whole year to convince myself that forgiveness was the way to go. And in that entire time frame, I went through many withdrawals and many emotions that I never understood existed or could exist. But they were emotions that um, were resident inside of me. I've always been rather given to forgiving because I like to be friendly. I like to I like to enjoy relationships. I want to reap the most from each one. And so the betrayal I experienced at that time was a shock to me and one that I didn't even consider was possible. But it was. And I found myself so shocked that I was almost unwilling to forgive. One year later, after I lost a whole year of time to relish that relationship, well, I finally decided to forgive. But it was hard. It was hard coming back into the same place of, the same level, same standard of trust and in so many ways that broke it broke the back of the quality of our interaction and for me at least I mean I can only give my perspective I never really felt the same way about that individual but I had I had trusted this person forever I never thought that the place this person occupied in my life made it possible to experience betrayal there in many ways that betrayal brought a sense of rejection into me and What I learned about rejection 
what I've learned over these last years is that rejection has a very powerful stronghold. It's a difficult emotion to override. But this time, this time, yes, it's happening again. A sinister type of betrayal, something you don't consider could happen, something you think has a different underground pinning, underpinning, I guess the word would really be. And then it turns out that it doesn't have that at all. And the schism it brings is a schism that holds great sway. This time I'm not. Hmm, what is the proper word? This time I think I'm not open to letting it tell me what to do. I have a faith structure that has been building over four decades. And if I don't know how to implement it, if I can't implement it at this point in time, then it isn't real. But it is real. So I have to put it to good use. And there are decisions that have to be made in order to be able to put it to good use. And forgiveness is one of the decisions. It's one of the areas that needs to be grabbed by the collar and faced and then implemented. What that's going to look like, what shape it's going to take this time around, I have no idea. I know one thing. I have a favorite scripture verse. I say it's my favorite, although I have so many favorites, but it seems to be the recurring scripture verse, the one I go to verse whenever I feel as though my life is crumbling, my world is in a swirl, I can't think straight, I can't, I, part of me doesn't want to function, and uh, I have to run to that verse each and every time. This verse has uh, some really powerful elements to it. It's found in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5 to 8. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not toward your own understanding. But in everything, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil, it shall be health to your navel and marrow to your bones. There's a chance I didn't say that right because of the hour. I'm a little foggy, and I won't lie. I really want to sleep, but I've been waking up every hour on the hour. So, sleep is just escaping me. It has been escaping me for two years. Two years, I think I've had a handful of really wonderful nights of sleep. 
nights where I've woken in the morning and felt so wonderfully refreshed. It was almost as though everything was back to normal. But they're hard to come by and fleeting. I'm longing for the day when they return. They'll return. At some point in time, they will return. Just like everything else, that we have the power to call back into our into our life because this is a learning ground. I keep going back to the word learning. I'm constantly learning. I feel as though there's something like a spark that's reignited, something that comes back to life, something that was killed or possibly just snuffed. But the embers are still alive and there's the power to resurrect it, bring it back from the almost dead. I'm not sure if if it were to die completely, if there would be a chance of bringing it back. But then I think that's what God means. I think that's what He means. He means for us to experience the death of in order to bring something into a new beginning. So where am I? Where am I on this path of widowhood that's been full of new beginnings for the last two years? I don't even have a clue. All I know is that everything's falling apart. My life is in shambles. I thought perhaps things were, or would have begun to take some shape or form at this point, something that I could latch onto, something I, I could build upon and hold as a good foundation. But I come back to the same thing over and over again. There is nothing, there is no other foundation for me except for my faith. It's the one foundation that I can sink my teeth into myself into. There's a song in uh, one of the ministry podcasts that I like to listen to that has a, uh, a words in it that I think fit this season of my life so perfectly. It says, in Christ the solid ground I stand, all other things are sinking sand and I probably wrecked that too I probably did um, the truth is though this is the only thing I can keep coming back to that doesn't break me doesn't doesn't lose its potential to reestablish that which is somehow being stolen I don't know if it's a matter of thinking you have something and then losing it that has the or opens the door for opportunity of growth or if it's it's just the breeding ground for some sort of debilitating mindset I am learning that I can come out out of that which has been burned almost down to the ground and can start again 
I, I can learn, I can adapt, I can... I, I, I don't know what I can. I don't even want to. But I have to. And I don't know if it's ever going to stop. What do we do? Do we sink into that quicksand or do we get up, try to find a branch on solid ground that we can pull ourselves out from that sand and be reestablished? Those are the choices. What am I going to do? Crumble? Oh yeah, everything around me is breaking. The ice is cracked. It's ready to start separating, drifting apart. I don't have much of anything that I had two years ago to hold on to right now. Not much of anything. There are some relationship flaws, things that have sort of taken root over the last two years that need to be broken in order to make new parameters, I guess the word could be. I hate grappling for words. I wish at times that I already knew in advance what I was going to say when I'm here, but the fact of the matter is if this is going to be therapeutic, it needs to just spout spontaneously. It's a, almost like, you know, my thought processes are being spoken rather than being analyzed in my head and then put back together like the puzzle that they are. I wonder if the idea of this podcast wasn't specific to my needs in this hour, in this season, this crazy season of watching everything that I love turn against me, turn away from me, leave me behind, abandon me. Oh, Father God in heaven, I just need my God. I just need my God. I need, I need this Savior who is a crutch. That's what someone called him for me once said, I don't need God. He's just a crutch. Well, I do need God. I need God because I'm broken. I'm I'm broken and I need a crutch. I won't be able to withstand this onslaught without him. He braces me. He gives me fortitude. The Bible gives me the words which I need. It communicates to me how it come up I'm out of the water that I feel like I'm drowning in. And I can't drown. I don't have time to drown. I don't know. I don't know how much time I have left on this earth, but I can't waste it by drowning. I've met people who have lost the will to live. They've lost the desire to do anything fruitful, anything worth doing and I've seen and heard them in their in their rhetoric of, of uh, just trying to figure out whether or not they even dared open their eyes and face the day. The bitterness, the resentments, the brokenness, the, the shattered pieces that probably have already been 
lost, and I determined as I would listen to them, the fragmentation of their situation, their mindsets, their heartsets, and I thought I'm never going to be that person. I cannot be that person. Might as well just empty me right out and expect never to be able to be filled again. If I would ever become that person, but here I am on this earth where everything wants to break you and make you into that person. So here I am, and 16, 17 minutes later, when I hardly know what I'm saying anymore, I wonder if I'm making any sense. I think all I know is that betrayals reshape you. They force you to come to decisions. They force you to recognize that something has come to an end. And can it be resurrected? Only God knows. At this point in time, I don't even know if it was really. If I could even. Well, it, it seemed like a promise. It seemed like such an amazing promise, <laughs> outstanding, even something yearned for, something desired. And in this particular case, crushed before it even had a chance to take root. Where does that leave me this time? Leaves me right back where I started two years ago. Lost, and I'm not going to stay lost. I am not going to stay lost. That's what I do know, because I have a God that's greater. A God, who is greater, and He's going to. Pick me up, shake me off, wash me clean, and help me start over again, again and again and again, until I take my last breath. That's what He does for me. And that's why I love Him so much. He occupies a space inside of me that no one can touch, except for Him. Oh how I love him! Oh how I trust him! I don't trust anything else, not on this earth, not this side of heaven. I remember asking my husband one day, asking him, asking him to promise me that he would never leave me, and he did. But how could he make a promise he couldn't keep? How could I expect him to? I don't expect that from anyone anymore. I don't want to ask anyone to promise me anything they can't keep. Right at this point in time, but I have a promise that my God will keep. He will neither leave me nor abandon me nor forsake me. He's always just right where I need him to be, right beside me. Comforting me with an unspoken, 
unspoken comfort. Some kind of blanket. I, I don't know what else to call it. He's my comfort. God of all comfort. So for today, as I've already broken my own Broken my own, uh, oh, I don't know what to call it. Broke the clock, I'll say. Not the words. It's too early in the morning for me to be able to think straight, but anyway, uh, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop thinking out loud and I'm gonna ask you if you've listened to this and if, if anything about this made any sense to you and you have some sort of some sort of counsel, some sort of thought on how to pick myself up from here. If you want, you can share with me. I'm open to it. I'm open to considering whatever platform you think I should think over. I don't know you don't know me, but if you have something you think you can offer to help me see my way through this one. What is this one? Oh, it's a conglomerate of shattered pieces flying all over the place, left, right, center, up, down, all around. I don't even know. Everything is breaking apart. Nothing I thought held true except my faith remains. And I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad my faith is the thing that remains. Because it's the thing that keeps me. It's the thing that holds me together. And everything else seems to be slapping me in the face. It holds me together. Now, if you have some sort of suggestion as to something else that I might think consider holds pieces together or brings them back together ah, I'll listen to it I may not agree but there's always that option of agreeing to disagree and <sighs> something has to give something's gonna give I know in the end for me so far what I can testify to is that my God is the one thing that ends up giving. It gives, it gives, he gives, he gives to me. He gives to me, gives me something that I can hold on to. It's like the last rung on the ladder that I can just grab it. I, I'm just almost too far to even reach it, but somehow he helps me to reach it and I am able to pull myself back myself back up. No, I'm wrong. I'm not pulling myself back. He's pulling me. He's pulling me back. <laughs> How could I not love this God who pulls me back over and over again? If you have a comment that you'd like to share, Feel free to email me at emtee5578 at gmail.com. That's emtee5578 at gmail.com. 
I'm broken, but I'm open. I'm open to hearing your suggestions. I haven't even gotten one email yet, and that's probably because nobody is listening to this. But that's okay. It really is. I'm spouting. I'm venting. It's coming out. The poison is coming out. It needs to come out. The venom needs to come out. The antidote is close by. It's called Jesus Christ of Nazareth. My antidote to everything. I don't agree. Email me. Let's talk. Pull yourself out of your shattered, broken circumstance and challenge me. Challenge me. Challenge me to talk about how I'm going to get out of this mess. It's not going to be anything I do. And I doubt it's going to be anything you suggest. But if you're there and if you feel like it, write it down. Share it with me. I'll read it. And I'll think about it. And if I have your permission, maybe the next time I come back, I'll share with, <laughs> with myself here on this podcast. Widows might because life happens. My name is Victoria, and I'm going to sign up. And I'm going to say until the next time. God bless you. He's going to bless me. I know he will. He's going to bless me. If I didn't think he would, then I don't think I'd be even doing this podcast. But I guess I'm going to go back to my bed and see if I can't fall asleep. Even just for a few moments in time, a few minutes. And if not, then maybe I'll be back. Until next time, I bid you adieu. No, 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 no. Not adieu. Not farewell. Not goodbye. But ciao for now. God bless you.